Hello everyone with eyes and ears, I'm Matthew Silken, and this is Cracked Spines. those of you who are new here, which should be a lot of you since this is my first episode, I'm going to be reviewing the worst rated books on goodreads.com. I ran a random number generator for content for the first few episodes, and to inaugurate the podcast, the generator led me to The Kingdoms and the Elves of the Reaches by Robert Stanek. The book has a 2.70 out of 5 stars, and the synopsis on Goodreads is as follows. The number one bestseller from the award-winning best-selling author. After the great war that divided the peoples, the kingdoms of men plunged into a dark age that lasted 500 years. To heal the lands and restore the light, the great kings decreed that magic and all that is magical, be it creature, man, or device, shall be cleansed to dust. The cleansing raged for so long that no human could recall a time without it, and it is in this time that the Dark Lord Sathar returned from the dark beyond. The one hope of the peoples of Ruin Mist was Queen Mother, the elf queen of old. She saw a way out of everlasting darkness, a path that required the union of the divided peoples, and so it began. Read more, and then there's a link to his website. So far, sounding pretty generic. Wars, banning magic. If you've read a fantasy novel in the past, you sort of know the drill by now. That being said, this is only the synopsis, so I would expect that it might sound a little derivative of other works. The cover isn't much to speak of either. The artwork is alright, I guess. It's clear enough that it's depicting a boy having some sort of dream, though what's in the dream is hard to say. The real eyes sore of the covers, the typesetting of the book's name. It's nigh unreadable against the artwork, and the entire title is cramped into one line where it would be better off being split into two. But let's get into the book itself. And how is it? Unfortunately, just as generic as the title makes it sound. The writing is good enough, I guess, in that it's relatively typo-free and uses grammar correctly, but that's about it. The biggest detriment against the book is the way Stanek goes about world-building. It's clear that he has a world that he's created, that he's passionate about, and he's made a lot of history and lore for the inhabitants of this world. The problem is that he he's not great at selling it. The way bits of lore are introduced is clunky and forced, two egregious examples being in chapter one. The first when a history of the holdings of the kingdom is shoehorned in the middle of a moment describing a character's feelings, and the second when a character's mother forces him to recite the history of their land by heart for a reason that's little better than the reader needs to know the backstory and lore of the setting. It makes the writing choppy and a little hard to follow. In a similar vein, the character names are all over the place. You have characters with quote-unquote normal, real names like Queen Alexandria, King Andrew and Seth. Then you have slightly off names that sound fantasy-ish, like Vilmos and Adrina. And then there's the names that make no sense at all, like Samuel, spelled S-A-M-Y-U-E-H-L, which, why? Either commit to having all fantasy names or all regular names. Don't go halfway on one, because then that makes both look weird. The narrative is also interrupted by illustrations at several points every chapter, one of which early on is actually the picture that's used on the cover. However, while the cover's in color, the pictures in the book are black and white, which is honestly a little better as it makes them more comprehensible. They're still amateurish, sure, but I'm no artist myself, so I don't feel that it's fair for me to make that criticism, and in the grand scheme of things, the only thing they're doing wrong from my perspective is padding out the length and making it take longer for me to reach the end of the book. Honestly, my issue with the book is that it exists, at least in its current state. I've played my fair share of Dungeons and Dragons, and I think that what Stanek has here is a world that would be perfect for him to be able to show people through having them explore it with their own characters. But as 
as it is now, it's a slog of heavy-handed exposition and cardboard cutouts of characters that just make me wish I was reading the better fantasy that he's pulling from to write his prose. But that's enough for me. Let's see what other people have to think about the book. In a one-star review, Kathy Dark writes, This is a poorly written self-published book. I normally wouldn't even bother to waste time writing a review about it, since it is just a self-published book pretending to be greater than it is. However, I'm angry that I was tricked into buying this crap. Okay, so before I go on further in reading the review, nobody tricked you into buying anything. I presume that you're an adult because you are writing a fairly competent review on Goodreads. So to say that you were tricked into buying a book seems a little disingenuous. That being said, that's just a minor nitpick and let's continue on with the review. This book is not a quote-unquote modern day fantasy classic. It is not quote-unquote better than Harry Potter or quote-unquote Star Wars with elves. Robert Stanek is not quote-unquote America's Tolkien. Where did all this over-the-top hype come from? One can only guess or risk censor from the site. This book is full of stale, poorly descriptive writing. A short, boring episode of what threatens to be some endless drawn-out cliche. There are books two, three, four, and then a sequel series that goes on and on. This book is so unimaginative that there is even a Dark Lord and a Middle Earth thrown into the mix. So, funnily enough on that point, when I went to Amazon to buy the book on Kindle, the title was listed as The Kingdoms and the Elves of the Reaches, parentheses A Keeper Martin's Tale, parentheses Kingdoms and Dragons Book One, so I knew going in that there would be sequels. I tried to keep as open a mind as possible and hope that this book simply suffered from traditional book one in a series syndrome and Stanek just had to exposit everything about his world here before he got to the good stuff in other books, but I guess that isn't the case. Continuing on in the review. However, this book does have some unintentional funny bits. I had to laugh when I was told that Middle Earth was a realm between Lower and Upper Earth. Oh yeah, that that is a uh, that is a thing, and it's quite funny. And the author clearly is confused about the meaning of many words, such as when a frightened princess speaks coyly to a supernatural apparition. I would suggest reading the first chapter on the Amazon preview feature, or doing an internet search on the author before buying or getting this book. So for full disclosure, I did not Google Robert Stanek before recording this episode. There's a blog called conjugalfelicity.com that has a whole series of uploads about Robert Stanek and his apparent gaming of the Amazon system. I would highly encourage you to read them on your own time. I'm not going to go through them here because that is not my job, but if this episode has piqued your interest about who Robert Stanek is, go check those out. Tyson, another one-star review, writes, The Kingdoms and the Elves of the Reaches has been compared to J.R.R. Tolkien and for good reason. They both contain magic, elves, and evil newly awakened. There are also words, sentences, paragraphs, and chapters in both books. Uh, that's that's actually really funny. Uh, I'm sorry. So, I can completely understand why you would want to draw comparisons to both novels. However, once you get past those details, the comparison quickly falls apart. We have three main characters, the young princess, an elf who believes duty comes before dishonor, and a young boy with magical powers. Each one of these characters have the emotional range of a sofa pillow and are as three-dimensional as a sheet of paper. The book is targeted for young adults, but I cannot see anyone of any age finding this novel entertaining. Painting by numbers has more mystery and intrigue than what I found in this book. The characters are dreadful, and most of that is due to the dialogue. Yeah, that's true. Remember when I mentioned the character who has to recite lore by memory for vaguely expository reasons? That's about the level of engaging dialogue you should expect in this book. There are many passages in the kingdoms and 
of the Elves of Reach that Admidum founded. Okay, so that was a typo on his part, but honestly, I can't blame him. I started losing my mind also when reading this book, so I would make the same mistake. I literally found myself shaking my head and rereading portions of the book, and then laughing out loud at some of the alliterations and illusions Stanek attempted to convey to the readers. I usually refrain from using book quotes in my reviews, but in this case I will make an exception. Always more reminders of the things she should or should not do. Her proper place. Always her proper place. She knew all about the proper things, the proper mannerisms, the proper greetings, her proper duties, her proper place. She had even been taught, though only recently, the proper things to do to invite a man's attention. She was to begin courting. But why? Or this winning prose. But his search was in vain because he was truly alone. There was no one else with him. And the best for last, the robed figure lowered his hood to reveal childlike features riddled with lines that spoke of ages past and of hardship. Another side note, I don't necessarily agree with the order that Tyson puts these quotes in. To me, the last quote that he says is the best for last is probably the most comprehensible of the three. I think I would put the second one as the best for last or maybe even the first big chunk, if only because the second one is just hilarious, and the first one, obviously, Stanek needs to go into a thesaurus to see a synonym for proper. But that's neither here nor there. They're all great examples of Stanek's prose. These are just a few of my favorites from a book riddled with absurd statements. It is as if he wrote a book and then went back to it with the express purpose of adding as many words that he knew from the thesaurus and placed them sporadically within the text. Not sure I necessarily agree with that assessment. In the first paragraph that was posted, it's clear that Stanek desperately needs a thesaurus. The book is full of awkward sentences and repetitive descriptions. It helped make it a little more tolerable to read, but only from a comical standpoint. At the heart of the kingdoms and the elves of the reaches are three people questing to defeat an unspeakable evil that is returning to the world. Sure, Tolkien did it, but so have many other authors, all of which did it much better than Mr. Stanek. The book, while not hard to read, suffers from a very very unimaginative individual. Another minor disagreement, this book was very hard to read, mostly due to Stanek's boring writing. I really tried to read this novel with an open mind and do my best to avoid the negative reactions from other reviewers and disappointed customers, but after finishing this dreadful debacle of a book, I found myself in the exact same spot as others. Oh, I feel you there, Tyson. I have to warn you to stay away from The Kingdoms and the Elves of the Reaches and any other book written by Robert Stanek. My recommendation is to avoid this at all costs, unless death is the only other option, although death may be the better option. Tyson rates the plot a 3, the characters a 2, the style a 1, and overall gives the book a 1 out of 10, with an asterisk saying negative numbers are unfortunately not an option. Zong rates it a 1 star and says, This book really, um pooped on my soul. I'm not really sure whether I want this podcast to have any explicit words in it. I'm going to try not to. Uh, we'll see about future episodes, but for now, we're going to keep it clean. This is a five-star review from Jody Woody, who says, The Kingdoms and the Elves of the Reaches is an epic fantasy. I very much enjoyed book one. It has all of the usual fantasy elements. Magic, war, intrigue, elves, and some very interesting characters. Nice illustrations throughout. There is no swearing and no sexual content. I can recommend for teens and up. I give it five stars. I loved it. Moving on to book two right away. P.S. I am not the author. I read and review books on my own blog and here on Goodreads. Due to the comments and other reviews, I felt the need to elaborate. I know nothing about the allegations against the author. I did really like the books. 
I don't necessarily agree with Jodie's assessment, but it's an honest review, so I can't really blame her for enjoying the book. Another five-star review from Sarah Murphy, who says, It's a rare read that works well for all types of readers. The plotting and pacing was terrible, and I loved the characters. To Sarah Murphy, I'm curious if you know what the word terrible means, and I'm also curious if you think the plotting and pacing of a book should contribute to your overall rating of that book. So in the end, do I think it deserves to be on the worst-rated list? Yes, I do. As a concept, it's derivative, but still slightly intriguing. The issue is that Stanek can't execute on that concept for the life of him. For a book that takes a somewhat derivative fantasy concept and executes on it well, I recommend Two Years, Eight Months, and Twenty-Eight Nights by Salman Rushdie. It's about the descendants of a genie who get embroiled into a war between light and darkness, inspired by the Thousand and One Nights. It's an engaging read. I haven't read his other works yet. I still need to get to the Satanic Verses. Any book that gets a fatwa written against you has to be good enough at least, but it really makes me want to die into his bibliography. That's all from me for this week. Join me next week as I read the book Orunko? Oroonoko? I'll figure out how to pronounce it by next week's episode. See you guys then.